I am also recording our feature presentation. Hello, everybody. Welcome to 2022 in the first episode of Cinema Shot. I'm your host, Ben, a.k.a. The Marvelous Iggy, and joining me is the intergalactic wandering space nomad himself, Tyler! Listen, man, I'm pretty much done uh, serving uh, space overlords. I've been wished back by the Dragon Balls once before. I learned my mistakes. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, I want to apologize for the sort of, like, inconsistency of uploads. Um, I We didn't plan on taking a winter break, um, but when um, the day we were supposed to record this episode, I was going to see No Way Home, and I thought, man, and how I felt after that movie, I was just like, I'm not going to be in a position to record anything, so, and we yeah, didn't do anything. And then I so saw the movie the week after he did, and uh, yeah, that pretty much uh, took off in its own little yeah. two-week hiatus. It's just, it's, just, it's, just a, it's just holidays, just think about it that way. Um, but now we're back, and we're better than ever, and we are officially at, we're in, we're in 1991, it is now time for the coveted, slash very long speculated Dragon Ball Z uh, Lord Slug. Uh, In Japan, so, this movie is known as Super Saiyan Goku, and we'll get to that soon enough. Yeah, I was like, when something happened, I'm like, wait, hold on, what's going on? Um, so we'll, we'll get to that. Um, but before we break it down, let's break it down. Uh, this was, um, directed by Mitsuho Hashimoto, written by Taoko Koyama. Screenplay by Taoko Koyama. Um... Cinematography by Masaru Sakaneshi and Motoi Takanashi. Edited by Shinichi Fukimitsu. Music by Shinichi Kikuchi. If you're watching uh, the Japanese release. version. Watching the Japanese version. This is all the Japanese stats. This is what's in front of me. This is released in March 9th, March, uh, 9th 1991 in Japan. Runtime for about 52 minutes. Uh, with a box office of well, $2.21 billion or $16 million. So, um, and then who, and then for the cast, we have... Um, and this is, we're going from the, um, uh, the 2001 Funimation dub, I'm guessing, not yep. the AB, this not is the, the AB This is the very first Funimation dub Dragon Ball Z movie, aside from Bardock, which technically doesn't count because that was a special. It's, exactly. So this is, uh, Sean Shavu as Goku, Stephanie Nadonli uh, as Gohan, Christopher Spot as Piccolo, uh, Sunny Strait as Krillin, Balma, uh, uh Tiffany Vollmer as Balma, um... Uh, Chris Forbes as Dr. Briefs, uh, Cynthia Kranz as Chi-Chi, uh, Sean Chandler as King Kai, uh, Bradford Jackson as Oolong, Mike McFarland as Yajirobe, uh, of course, uh, Shenron as Christopher, uh, Christopher Sabat, Mike McFarland as Master Roshi, uh, Lord Slug himself as played by Bryce Armstrong, which that is a name I've heard, and I'm going yep, to have to ask he you was uh, Captain Ginyu in the Funimation dub at first. That's, that's where I recognize the, the sort of tongue-in-cheek uh, Commander Zune as played by Badford Jackson, Anguilla as played by John Bergmeier, Wings <laughs> played by Chris Rager, um, Metamacha as Kent uh, as Metamacha, Sunny Strait as Gushu, uh, Christopher Zah as Kakuja, and the narrator, of course, is the loyal one and all Kyle Herbert, um, aka Ryu. So, as we like to talk about these nostalgia films with Dragon Ball. This, for me, was the rumored one. The one we never got for the longest time. But you, because it was out in Japan in Japan in Japan in 1991, <laughs> obviously, it's... And, of course, the internet being, like, coming of age when we were, like, kids in, like, 97, 98, 99. You heard of this movie that 
there was a strong super Namek out there. So that was how I heard of it. But I this is actually the first time I'm seeing it since like maybe 2005. Oh yeah, I have a very long history with this movie in particular. So I mentioned before how in I believe I want to say early 2000s. Uh, I got into Dragon Ball Z from the Goku Frieza fight, right? Um, right. One of the very first Dragon Ball Z medias that I ever bought and owned uh, was this movie on VHS. Really? And uh, I remember uh, back in the holiday of 2001, I believe it was, about 20 years ago, uh, my family and I went out of town uh, for after Christmas uh, holiday shopping, and... In the corner of my eye, in the local Suncoast video, I saw this movie, and I was like, wow, this looks amazing. A Dragon Ball Z film uh, with Super Saiyan Goku? Uh, that's got to be a treat. I'm going to get that shit. I took it home, I watched it, and it has been ingrained in my mind for the last 20 years. And this movie is a, gigant- a gigantic nostalgia trip for me, and... I pretty much have every single line, every single musical cue from the English version ingrained in my brain. It's just great. Yeah, so it's, it's wow, that's crazy. That's that's insane. Um, I guess I, I think I, I think a, I think a friend of mine may have had this movie when it first came out on like it had to have been VHS or DVD in like two thousand two or something like that. Yeah, that sounds um, right. But I, I like I barely. If we saw it, I don't know if we ever went over his house and played it. But um, uh, we never. I never saw it again officially till like 2005 when like um, some of my high school buddies were like in the Dragon Ball and they wanted to watch the movies and like that was the first time I had seen it. Um, but I don't really remember. I didn't really remember much of it outside of the uh, Dragon Ball Z a bridge special, which I don't remember that much either. Which I don't think that's a disparity on them. It's just a lot has happened since then. Oh yeah, most definitely. So, Let's go ahead and uh, break it down. Um, so basically, the story is there is a big ass rock that is coming towards. It's a planet. Um, a planet? Okay, I just called it a rock because I'm thinking big ass planet is basically on a collision course with Earth. There's even a funny bit where a news reporter is like, "I don't want to spend my last day on Earth." And a news news reporter. Uh, so have a happy end of the world. Room. See, bye. Bye bye. I'm out of here. Um, so uh, it's up to Goku and Krillin basically to go stop the meteor. Uh, or the planet. What they don't know is that, or what they do know is that, um, yeah, the planet's the, uh, inhabited, and they just exactly. want to put it off course and not blow it up. Unfortunately, with the dual Kamehameha, which looks cool as shit, by the way, it yes, does it nothing, was. and the planet kind of collides with Earth anyway. Yeah, but the planet does not die. Like every like the the, the they speculated that the planet is gonna basically crush Earth, but it doesn't. It just kind of latches on like a parasite. And this is where we're introduced to our our villain, Lord Slug, and his cronies, um, Metamacha... Uh, Metamacha, Angela, Wings, and the commander who is swiftly killed off-screen because he called his lord old. Exactly. Um, we're introduced... By the way, that fucking throne room that, that Lord Slug has, that's straight out of... That's the, that's the, that's the Zeal Palace from Chrono Trigger! It just is! Yeah, it, it kind of does look going, like it. Just... Just like even the music is very similar to Zeal. If you haven't played Chrono Trigger right now, stop what you're doing. Go play Chrono Trigger. Listen, man, um, Chrono it's, Trigger it's, came out four years before this movie. If anything, Chrono true. Trigger ripped this movie off. True. He probably like they probably like. Hey, let's just. It's just. It's very. It's just very funny to me. The lighting, just the way it is. Um, but it seems uh, Lord Slug is here, 
Um, Eating a bunch of pills, uh, by the way. Yeah, he's a fucking Prozac addict. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I don't. The I team don't four star uh, version ca- uh, calls it Vicodin, and he just eats it like popcorn. Yeah, it's just like what the hell. Um, and then we see this ominous figure, just cloaked but clearly with green skin. Um, is he anamic? Is is he not anamic? We'll find that out later. Um, and basically, ask one of his cronies how long will this uh, operation. Uh, take um, and we don't exactly know what it is yet and he tells him well sorry to be honest with you it's gonna take 10 days and he gets blasted to hell um, yeah I'm like, glad hey, I don't uh, work for that guy yeah and he's like Lord Lord Stel-. then his replacement gets asked he's like if I told you three days will I live it's like okay we can do it in three days um, which I'm like damn <laughs> Jeff Bezos must be fucking taken uh, hints <laughs> from Lord Slug um, so uh, <laughs> Gotta have that two-day prime shipping, I guess. Anyways, um, who am I kidding? I, everybody fucking uses Amazon. We're all, we're all, couple of shits in there. So, and, and this is where I kind of fell in love with the movie. Lord Slug is planned, and and sort of like his overall overall genesis is that they're he's a wandering nomad. Him and his his band of warriors, and they basically go. They're planet killers. They're basically Galactus of the Dragon Ball Z universe. Yeah, pretty where, much their entire plan for uh, Galactic Conquest is uh, taking over planets by freezing them because their soldiers can't survive under sunlight for more than an hour. Then they uh, convert the frozen planet into like a mobile uh, vehicle and just yeah. uh, conquer planets that way, which is why yeah. the planet that they came from was destroyed in the beginning of the movie because it was pretty much just used up at that point. Yeah, terraforming, literally terraforming the entire planet um, and, and all that such, So, which I think is cool. And, of course, Goku, uh, well, at first, Gohan by himself. Uh, actually, no, uh, Chi-Chi and them, they all go to see the initial invasion force to where fucking, I've never seen this before, uh, fucking Lord Slug's minions just open fire on civilians, just like, just like no holds barred. I'm like, oh, shit. We're just killing people, okay? Um, you never see anybody die, but the implication is that, like, it's all at war now. Yeah, pretty and much. So, that leads to Goku and Gohan. Goku and Krillin are still off in space. I think they're trapped in... They're not trapped in space, but probably... No, they got blown off when the planet was okay. about to collide, and they were pretty much out of commission until the uh, planet yeah. was initially frozen. They got KO'd, uh, which leaves, uh, basically, uh, Gohan makes the foolish decision along with Oolong to, uh, I don't know why, o- Oolong, why? You know you hate the situations. Why are you going? Um, uh, well, the planet, to basically go out, meanwhile, the planet is getting colder, everybody's wearing jackets and But before shit, that, which... Lord Slug notices uh, the Dragon Ball on uh, Gohan's oh, hat, and then right, he, yeah, the... he goes into his sub-plan and gathering the Dragon Balls and restoring his youth. Yes, because like it sounds point, familiar, like doesn't it? Uh, no, because we'll get into that later. Because I haven't seen what you're referencing to, so this all is all original story to me. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, that's Lord Slug, Lord Slug realizes what it is, and you kind of think, well, what, what, what? Who is this guy? Um, and I, I'll say this right now, I really prefer Lord Slug with the cloak look versus what we do end up seeing when he takes the cloak off. Yeah. <laughs> But let's let's just go get there. I so, Lord, look. As far as I've got, I feel like that's a fucking running theme in these movies. The fucking villains get the Dragon Ball so damn fast, and it's like, okay, it's let's just let's just let's just give the villains a Dragon Ball. Yeah, for the first was- four movies, um, Shenron is summoned pretty quickly just to uh, adhere to the plot, and for three of those instances, uh, it was uh, for the bad guys' benefit. 
Because if you recall in Tree of Might, it was the good guys using the Dragon Balls to wish the Forest back. So, yeah, um, I I immediately found... So, that, that's pretty much the plot outside of it. Once, once the fighting starts, that's pretty much it. It's pretty much just a battle to save the planet. Uh, and they're kind of on a timer because the Earth is... As the movie goes, the Earth is slowly and surely... Well, actually pretty fast, I think about it. Is going... Is, mo- like, frozen over, like... Uh, when oh, Goku I'm getting flashback a- of the winter storm from last year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, no! And we... Uh, um, but, uh, like, like the tr- Goku is woken up in, like, a tropical area. And he's like, there's fucking ice everywhere. Um... Like even even like the minor detail of like when when all the characters pretty much breathe, uh, for the most part, it doesn't happen every time because like God that'd be annoying to animate every single fucking frame. Um, uh, they're breathing colder, but like that's the whole. They're battling against not only against Lord Slug and his minions. They're battling against time because the longer that the Earth is covered by these clouds that's preventing the sun from going through, um, uh, they are the Earth is pretty much gonna die to permafrost and yeah, just become much. uninhabitable. So uh, let, let's let's talk about it. Let's 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 talk about uh, well, let's talk about Lords. I want to talk about how this movie kind of went a one eighty to Tree of Might because Tree of Might was very much like oh it's Dragon Ball Z now where it's like laser beams flying a lot of that. This one felt more to the side of Dragon Ball fun. Yeah, this. Uh... This movie focuses more on hand-to-hand fisticuffs rather than just straight-up laser beam battles. And uh, as I mentioned before, this is one of my very first exposures to Dragon Ball Z media, um, aside from what I've seen on TV. So this is probably the kind of action that I'm most adhered to. <coughs> yeah, like there's still beam stuff, like obviously like that, but even in the writing, there's a whimsicalness to it. Like there's a there's a fun element to it. Like yeah, it's a dour situation. Hold on, Lord Thug is gonna make a pun about window shopping, real quick. <laughs> we we got to get that in there. Um, like there, there's a there's a there's a sense of fun and adventure to it, even though the the stakes are really fucking high. Um, and 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 also I think that goes to say true for the for the for the enemies like uh, wings. Uh, Metamacha, who's the only one who doesn't get a name change in, in, in the English version, which I find really odd, because he has the most messed up name of them all. Yeah. Well, I guess the other ones are, are more Japanese, but... Um, and, of course, um, I just scrolled up from the damn... Um, Angela. Angela, exactly. Um, who is the who is basically... That's Mr. Fantastic, right? Yeah, um, he's the Mr. Fantastic guy who is the Zarbon of the group. Yeah, I thought it was Tien for a moment, because when he shows up in the helmet, I'm like, Tien, is that you? Like, no, it's just the... Angle and the I think it's even the same voice actor. Yeah, it's John um, Bergemeyer who also oh, voices Tension Han. I knew I recognized it. Okay, so but like even in the villains, they felt like classic Dragon Ball villains. They didn't really feel like aliens. Like fucking Metamach is a demon. Like he's this little green gremlin yeah. dude. In the like, Japanese version, they classify themselves as the Demon Clan, very similar to the Demon Clan of King Piccolo days. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's a remake of the King Piccolo shit. I get it. I'm just saying. Um, listen, <laughs> hey, we got this idea here for a new generation of Dragon Ball fans. Let's go for it. Um, but then you have wings who literally looks like you know like a, like a bit like he looks like Etric and the Demon with with smaller wings. Yeah, um, he's the Dodoria of the group, except way dumber. 
Yeah. Oh my God. That that scene where he's ch- where Piccolo's literally playing um like a chicken with him, and he makes him you know punch him come this way, and until finally Piccolo punches him, he's like, ah, oh, no fair! You didn't tell me you were this strong. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Can we talk um, about how fucking cool Piccolo is in this movie? Like- dude, his his entrance in this movie is badass. Fucking comes in. It's dark. Starts whooping ass and then fucking chucks a motherfucker into the searchlight and then the and then the um the fucking light just it, it like the, I guess the natural light exp- like lights on him and it just reveals him. It's so cool. Yeah, and he makes short work of wings, uh, just dismantling him. Like he catches oh his God. punch and just fucking crushes his hand and oh then my. proceeds a lot to break his arm with his knee. It's great. Yeah, that's what I like about this movie is that like. It go. It went back to the martial arts aspect of Dragon Ball, where it's like, it, now it's not as like. I don't think it's as good as say World Strongest, but there's a lot of there, there, there's a lot of emphasis more on the strikes and positioning. Yeah, and this movie is much more your... visceral than any Dragon Ball media we've seen thus oh far. Oh my god! Yeah, we'll talk about the the the, dra- the Goku Lord uh, Lord Slug fight. Um. But overall, presentation-wise, I wasn't sure we were going to get... I thought it was going to be another, okay, blast here, blast here, disappear, disappear. No, it is very much in-your-face action. Like, it has that Dragon Ball Z intensity, but when you combine that with the sort of hand-to-hand combat that I associate Dragon Ball with, the more grounded combat, um, you know, and and not necessarily... Like, you know what I mean? Um, It's enhanced even more if you're watching the English dub like I did, because... They use oh, licensed heavy metal music, uh, like oh, uh, songs from Disturbed, uh, American Hi-Fi, and it oh transforms the movie into something completely different. I wish I saw that version! Holy shit, that sounds a metal as fuck! Oh yeah, my it god! it is great. Oh my god, hello, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, Gohan taking the, uh... out all the the Lord Slug soldiers uh, while Disturbed's uh, Fear is playing in the background is the hypest shit ever. Wow, well that that's good to know. I watched the uh, the 2000 Funimation, and they used the Japanese music, which again I'm lear- I'm learning to become a fan of the original Japanese Dragon Ball music because it's so fucking brilliant. It's um, really atmospheric and it works, but yeah, uh, it's mostly nostalgia here uh, for me uh, with the licensed music. I can't imagine these fights without them. It even oh, uses some of the tracks from the Bruce Faulkner score as well. Oh, uh, maybe I kind of wish I had the option to see that version, but alas, it's probably a licensing issue why you can't buy that version digitally. It's still intact on my version of the DVD. Well, you have it's just just hopefully, luckily, uh, just just keep care of that disc, buddy. Um, so yeah, just very very good stuff. So let's talk about the titular villain, Lord Slug himself. Um, now go ahead and say it because I know you've probably been dying to say this for two fucking weeks now. Alright, so you know how in the last movie, Turles was pretty much just a retrained version of Vegeta, right? Well, think of Lord Slug as sort of a remix of King Piccolo, the OG villain from OG Dragon Ball. Uh, Basically, his deal was he was uh, head of the Demon Clan, uh, but unfortunately he's incredibly old. So he uses the Dragon Balls to make himself eternally young, and then uh, proceeds to use his youth to pretty much just steamroll over the planet and conquer it under his bidding, with his uh, army of demon soldiers in tow. And he, in, and he, and the way that he's defeated is a monkey boy uh, just goes through his chest. And apparently he also goes three times his size, just like Piccolo did in the 23rd World Martial Arts Tournament. 
Just jumping ahead there. That was a thing? Yeah, that was a thing. I don't ever see that. I only see the part where, like, they're falling from the sky. I don't ever recall Piccolo becoming a fucking giant. Yeah, man, that part of the fight is crazy. Uh, Early on in that fight, uh, uh, Piccolo pretty much sealed Kami in... um, in a little jar and then swallowed it and when he grew big Goku kamehameha himself in his mouth and got Kami out of him from his body <sighs> Dragon Ball sounds metal as hell yeah right um so okay so yeah it, it is a it is a quote unquote retelling of the of the uh King Piccolo arc which I did not watch and that is before the Piccolo that we know this is when he spits out that egg right at the end of the fight yeah right Okay, evil, evil King Piccolo. God, I really want to watch it just to show how evil he was. Because, like, I keep hearing about Legends. Yeah, he's pretty evil. Um, does he kill Krillin? Uh, it was actually one of his minions, Tambourine, that does that. Uh, he does okay. kill Master Roshi, Chiaotzu, and fucking Shenron. What the f- Okay, I got up. I got some watching to do, apparently. Yes, you um, do. I'm never- Okay, but- Despite that, I'm coming from a perspective who didn't watch that stuff, obviously, as I'm being fascinated by it. And I found it really... And, and I guess this goes to testament how good the original story was. That, like, this other... Ver- this, I guess, retelling of it is just as good. Like, I was, I was enthralled with it. Um, like, like we just, just... Lord Slug just comes off as a fucking bastard. Like, he really just, like, I'm, I'm evil and I know I'm evil, you know? Yeah, he's pretty much that guy. He's pretty much uh, Lord Zed if he became a Dragon Ball Z villain. Yeah. Why isn't he in Fighters? Come on. I was kind of hoping for Lord Zed. He's in the Tenkaichi games. Of course he is. Well, I mean, hey, Dragon Ball Z Fighters just got uh, uh, Android 18 lab coat, so maybe we'll get get, um, Lord Slug. Um, It's possible. But I, I will say... As menacing as Lord Slug is, before he gets his youth back, when he's in the cloak... Number one, he has a big-ass head <laughs> in the cloak. Yeah, his jaw is enormous. Um, but, like, I did, I did find him menacing. He was almost, like, Emperor Palpatine-esque um, with it. It's almost as if Japan fucking loves Star Wars. Um, yeah, right? And, like, how he just mercilessly kills his minion because his minion told him a timeline that he didn't, like, the time to take something to do would take, would, would didn't, like, that's not appropriate. Um, and, but I feel like once he is young again and he takes off the cloak, I don't know what they were thinking with the, this is, like, my only criticism of the movie, and it's a nitpick at best, is his his design is just all over the fucking place. Yeah, this costume is kind of bleh, honestly. Like, I don't know what exactly this outfit is. Like, uh, as I'm looking at it right now, um, Lord, Lord Slug, oh my god. Um, it's just a hodgepodge of colors. It's like... Okay, give me a good picture. So, like... Um, it's it's like weird. It's like this uh, like yellow and purple, but the yellow like normally when you do that, the purple is supposed to be more pronounced. Um, God, he has a big ass head. Jesus Christ, um, it's just garish. And then yeah. he has this like weird helmet thing, which is like he has the the, the helmet the, the is free, what ruins it for me. The helmet, yeah, the freeze pauldrons on the freeze of things on his head. Once he loses the helmet, then he's better. Um, cause then, you know, he looks like a, like, I feel like that should have been just a default design. 
Um, but yeah, I but over in terms of oh god, there's like, in terms of overall designs, he's like maybe again they, maybe they were thinking to more the Dragon Ball side of things where like it's more colorful. It's yeah, he's a scary villain, but like look at these colors and like what's up with the weird thing around his chest? You know, it's like the the four straps that doesn't really make sense. Um, yeah, and he has that blue thing. hit the hit me button here. Um, <laughs> right, it's it's a little weird. Um, like okay, when he has the helmet on, the purple, like yeah, the like that's fine. But like, I, I guessing they did that because they wanted you to like question if he's the Mechian or not. Yeah, because uh, the whole crux of uh, the final act of the movie is that Goku realizes that. Slug is a super Namek, or rather just a Namekian, and uh, apparently King Kai fills him in that he was a super Namekian that pretty much survived the uh, desolation of Namek over 300 years ago and landed on a planet that made him evil. Just happened to land on a planet like, oh, I'm evil now. <laughs> um, so, and apparently they were like a whole race of people. You get like, I, and I don't, I think that's also a criticism. It's kind of like you get King Kai every now and then like just doing these info dumps about what Lord Slug is and what he's doing. And I feel like that's the only part that feels awkward because, like, they had to fit it in so- – I guess they felt like they had to put it in somewhere. Because yeah. I honestly don't think you needed that – I don't think you needed to do that, honestly. Yeah, we already knew that Slug is powerful and evil, so yeah, what, what we was know, the we purpose are, of that? Like, other than, like, you know, for, like, Uber fans who want to know that shit, right? Like, oh, we need to know – what his deal is and stuff like that, but, like... It is um, interesting that uh, they are putting in uh, more Namekian lore that does make it into the actual canon of Dragon Ball Z. Because well, for they sure. Make, they make it a point early on in the movie to uh, inform us that Namekians are susceptible to loud sounds because their hearing oh, is yeah. so acute compared to humans. Yeah, with uh, Gohan, like, again, this is, I thought, I can't, I figured, okay, we're going to get a Dragon Ball type movie where Gohan just shows up finds Piccolo and just starts whistling like crazy, like this really humpy tune. And Gohan, I thought Piccolo was just being annoyed, um, uh, like, about, like, shut the fuck up, Gohan, I've heard enough. Um, but it turns out he was actually causing him pain because of his hearing, which they don't really use that much in this, at least what I watch, but... Um, it actually becomes a pivotal plot point uh, when Future Trunks comes in because he does overhear the secret conversation between him and Goku. That's right. That's right. Now I remember. That's right. Now I remember. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So overall, a very good villain. Um, I think. I think the only time I've run into Lord Slug is if he's in Xeno Xenoverse Two. I think it's the only time I fought against him. Yeah, he appears um, really early on and teams up with Turles, and then they get yeah. bodied very quickly. Of course they do. <laughs> of course the the Vegeta look King Piccolo knockouts get fucking bodied hard uh, by Yoon. But more, more, uh, the best part is uh, maybe I should yep. fire that game up if I want to get a Dragon Ball feel. Mm. Um, I have it on Switch, um, uh, but. Uh, so let's let's talk about the big elephant in the room, which is Goku. So Goku fights Lord, Lord Slug. By the way, Go this is probably Goku's most badass entrance. It's very similar to his entrance against the um, when he fights the Ginyu Force for the first time. Coincidentally, sh- this uh, movie is, is supposed to take place after Goku landed on Namek, according to the Daisenshu. <laughs> I don't. I yeah, you would assume right, but um, so Goku shows up and he he's dealing with both Metamacha and um, as I always forget the name 
and Gila. He always, yeah, I forget that name so much. And he pretty much bodies them, very similar to how he bodied uh, Chase and Berta. I think that's the names, yeah, right? Yeah, Jason Berter. Yeah, even so much as to tossing Metamacha up in the sky and fucking palming him on his way down with his hand. Um, yeah, it's one of uh, Goku's most brutal beatdowns ever. Yeah, and he fucking... It, it's permanently like, ingrained in my mind with the Boy Hits Car song in the background. I gotta look... This gotta be on YouTube. I have to see that. That's we'll probably, catch it up. It's even better part, in the next movie. That's... Oh, I remember... Okay, I remember that one. That one, I saw that one. We'll talk about that. I'm very hyped for that one. But, like, he fucking... Goku uh, is fighting against Mr. Fantastic, uh, Angela, and he fucking shoots his beam back into Angela's mouth. I'm like, God damn! It's like... And then there's... What makes it funny... Is that Goku says like a Lord Slug, listen, I don't want to hurt you. Goku, what the <laughs> fuck did you just... What did you Did you not... Okay. Um, I have no idea what that line means in light of everything else. It's so weird. Um, okay, so Goku... And of course, typical like Dragon Ball fight, Goku meets the final boss. And he starts getting his ass kicked. Like he... Like, oh my god. The amount of like... Like, I kind of like it because it says what you need to know about Lord Slug. And that I'm not going to shoot beams at you. I'm not going to teleport around you. I'm, I'm just going to punch the shit out of you. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm just going to order, 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 order. All, well, he didn't, he didn't punch him that fast. He punches him. It is almost like the closest you'll get to a torture scene in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Goku gets fucked up in this fight. It is brutal. Yeah. Punched in the stomach, thrown through glass. Like It's just like, god damn. Like, it really, like... It's it's really hard in some of these like animes, these shonen animes, to make you like feel terrified of the of the villain of the month because it's like oh it's another one, um, and I feel like Dragon Ball does the best job, even though I, I've I've hated on it now, but like I feel like they did the best job of like making you scared of these villains and making you understand why you should fear the neck whatever the next one is, um, going Absolutely. from like Vegeta to to Frieza to to the androids and such like that. And Lord Slug is. No perception, like it's it's it it's something that we covered when we watched the 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 Justice League Dark movie. There's something visceral in your gut when you see your hero just absolutely get, you know, brutalized. Yeah, everything that Goku tries against Lord Slug is completely useless against him, and it pretty much turns up his frustration to eleven, leading Wait, which up is to the, yeah, which is the big what the fuck. So Goku. And it's weird because the coloring. So I assume, go at least initially until King Kai says it that go that Goku went Kaioken unconsciously because Goku is like on the ropes. He's like, guys, you know, give me your energy shit. You know, the the same old song and dance, Mister I'm Hulk Hogan. And then he starts <laughs> glowing like yellow. I'm like, okay. And then he, but his inner part of him, his body is red, like. Kyle Kent actually kind of looks like what would eventually become Super Saiyan God when you look at it that way. Yeah. Um, and then, like, he's just bap, like, his eyes, his pupils, and iris disappear. Um, Iris, uh, nobody's going to get that reference, but I'm going to say it anyways. Um, you did, but we're going to stop right there so we don't get on a fucking tangent. Um, and he just starts destroying Lord Slug, and then fucking, and I'm like, wait, what's... I'm confused, because I'm like, wait, what's going on? Like... How is that? No, it's not. It can't be. And King Kong confirms that, like, Goku fucking turns Super Saiyan for, like, five minutes here. Okay, so I have an explanation for this. Uh, so, in this movie, um, 
the Goku Frieza fight hadn't concluded in the manga as of then. So, and they were, uh, the animators of Toy knew that the Super Saiyan was going to be a thing, and they wanted to make a movie about it, right? But they had right. no idea what it looked like, because Toriyama had no idea how to draw the Super Saiyan yet, and he didn't uh, tell them what it was going to look like. So they took a shot in the dark as to what the Super Saiyan was going to look like, and all things considered, they did get pretty close, but here's the kicker here. Do you want to know when exactly Goku turns into the Super Saiyan in the manga in relation to this movie? Like a year later? No. Ten days after the movie came out, Goku turns into a Super Saiyan in Volume 317. Okay. A whole wow. ten days after this movie came out, it immediately became obsolete. It is hilarious. That's... And to make wow. it even more hilarious, they confirmed that this uh, form of Super Saiyan that only appears in this movie is its right. own form called False Super Saiyan. So it was like, like a primer? Like, like Goku definitely has... That's so strange. Yep, it's the prototype of the Super Saiyan that we know and love today. That Goku would get like, eh, eh, you know, when he sounds like he's taking a... Well, voice acting-wise, it sounds like he's yeah. taking a dump. But, like... Like, I was just so confused, because I don't, I think I would have remembered Goku becoming a Super Saiyan in, um, uh, in, in, in this, but I don't remember that at all. But it was such a great moment, but then he loses it. So I'm like, wait, what? Hold on. He, I guess, I, you know. Yeah, man, uh, was, sometimes, sometimes when you have it, you just lose it in the spur of the moment. Yeah, it was, it was crazy, but I think overall... I think overall it made for a great fight because then, like, uh, then you get the goofiness of, of Lord Slug becoming this giant monster. Um, which, by the way, I love. Final tidbit: I love that in order to defeat Lord Slug. Okay, so to defeat Lord Slug, fucking Goku goes Kaioken, and obviously they recreate the spot where Goku goes through King Piccolo. Like, an, oh my god, man! Yeah, this like, is one of the most brutal scenes in Dragon Ball I've ever seen. Like, like there's blood spattering all throughout uh, Lord Slug's chest. It is brutal, man. And he's a giant too, so that's everywhere. It's like, oh my god! And you're thinking, okay, fight's over. Let's go home. Let's fix the Earth. Goku's gonna go clear the clouds. And then, of course, he does the extending long arm shit, which I forget Namigas can do that. They don't really do that that much. Um, um, yeah, just wait until and, the next movie. And so that leaves Piccolo to uh, uh, kind of come into Which, by the way, I want to add that... Uh, I forgot to mention this earlier. There's a little tidbit that I really liked. That um, Slugs' minions are so strong, they blew off the armor that Piccolo was wearing. Like, you've never... I've never seen that before. Yeah, it's... Uh... The, the extra weight is justified because there's stone under there. And that's exactly. that you don't really see. Right, and you see it chip the fuck off when he gets, like, he's covering Gohan from being attacked earlier. But I, that was a nice little, like, whoa. Um, but uh, Go, uh, Piccolo basically helps Goku again. Like, God, the, the reluctant friendship between these two. Um, and grabs his antenna. At first, I thought he was going to rip the antenna off. I'm like, jeez, are we going to do that? Um it turns out, like, no, he's just kind of distracting him. And he's basically willing Gohan to to whistle. Um, right before with, he pulls his ears off, by the way. Yeah, yeah, which I'm like, oh, like, like because I thought it was funny, but I'm like, no, he's just doing that so he doesn't have to deal with the pain. Um, and, and pretty much Goku, uh, Gohan's whistling um, allows them, allows Goku to get, like, the extra edge in there. I, I, I'm correct? 
Yeah, pretty much uh, Piccolo uh, uses uh, Lord Slug's weakness to uh, loud, loud, acute sounds uh, to his advantage, yeah. and pretty much gives Goku his energy, much like how Nail fused with him in the actual Frieza saga. Yeah, and like they do, they do this by like showing Goku and Piccolo kind of like disappearing, like, like, like flashing, kind of like they're fighting as one kind of thing. Um, and then go, and then Lord Slug is proceeded to take it out with a spirit bomb. You know the power, the very which I love that Unleash idea. Unleash the power like, of the a, sun. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the very the thing power you try of the to sun kill. in the palm, in the of, my palm hand. of my hand. Exact. God, I love that line so much. Um, go see No Way Home. You probably have seen No Way Home by now. We're not gonna talk about it here though. Um, and, but I love that idea that the, the very thing that he he was trying to kill, um, you know, the like the planet is what pretty much stopped him. Um, so, God, I had a lot of fun with this movie. Yeah, like, man, this movie is a really fun time, especially if you're watching the English version, and it is enhanced immensely. Like it, it was way more fun. I don't, I didn't really have low expectations, but I had the expectation that it was going to still stick into the same vein as uh, as the last one did. But I was very wrong indeed. Um, and Jesus Christ, bring Lord Slug Black. Like, if you do Dragon Ball Fighters 2, bring in Lord Slug, please. He's such a cool, cool villain. Um, Just make him old. Don't bring in the garish costume from, uh, in the They'll later probably have that movie. as, like, an install state or something, you know, like, probably. what you do with Frieza. Um, so, yeah. Alright, let's go ahead and go to the ratings board. Uh, Tyler, how many Dragon Balls out of five do you give, uh, Lord Slug? I will give Lord Slug, a.k.a. Super Saiyan Goku, a solid four-star ball out of five. This is a gigantic, nostalgic Dragon Ball movie for me that I make a point to watch almost every year at this point. Uh, It's visceral, it's action-packed, it's goofy, it's got everything you want from a Dragon Ball movie. Um, The villains are pretty reminiscent of uh, one of the better uh, tales from the original Dragon Ball which isn't a big sting for me nowadays, but I think it's a good reminder of uh, good stories from back then. And uh, with even with the Dragon Ball Z twist, they still kind of make it fresh. Uh, the Super Saiyan, uh, False Super Saiyan rather, is a neat idea. Unfortunately, we don't really see this again, but it is a nice little tease of things to come later on in the series and being a gigantic mainstay from here on out. So... Yeah, I love this movie, even though it can be incredibly silly at points. I, I'm gonna go. Right, I, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it uh, four out of five. It was very, very fun. Um, just the, the right amount of silliness and the right amount of danger. Great choreography. Great. At least the Japanese music was, was really great. Just great character work and just being kick-ass. Um, definitely a lot of fun. Um, if you haven't seen Lord Slug, go see Lord Slug. And if, if our talking hasn't said anything to convince you, um, oh God, what a, what a, like, I feel like it's my personal forgotten gem in this Dragon Ball rewatch. Cause a lot of these other movies I had seen, like, I, I feel like I had the same reaction when I watched World's Strongest where I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then this one, oh my God, this is really amazing. Um, very, very fun. Even though it's a rec- uh, recreation of the King Piccolo arc, which I did not see. So I don't, I don't have to compare it to that. Um, so, next week, we're finally getting to my personal favorite Dragon Ball Z villain of all time. Um, and it's also the typical anime trope where the evil, the evil, the, the, the big bad evil has a twin brother or, or, or sibling. When we come back next week, it's time for Dragon Ball Z 
Cooler's Revenge. Hell um, yeah, Frieza is, 2.0. Um, yeah, and uh, God, please, if you can find the original American release with the licensed music, please watch that one. Do it. Um, Tyler, uh, please tell the people where they can find you at. You can follow me on Twitter at HeyIt'sThatTy. Check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel, Home of Tire Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. And you can find me at Twitter.com slash MarvelousIggy. And, of course, I stream live at Twitch.tv slash Iggy2814. Um, and uh, I stream three, four times a week at uh, Twitch.tv slash Iggy2814 at Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Check my schedule to see what games I've been playing this week. i got some good stuff coming up for... Uh, this for January as we're now entering the Lord, the year of our Lord 2022. Thank you all for listening. It was a lot of fun to do this. It's probably our longest episode for Dragon Ball yet besides the opener. Uh, we'll be back next week for Dragon Ball Z Return of Cooler. Cooler's Until revenge. next time. Until next time, guys. Papa Prozac, will ya? Look in my face. Look in my soul. I begin to stupefy. Thank you for watching at Cinema Shot Theater.